Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. When it comes to masking or rotoscoping in the Flame products, the Gmask Tracer is a very powerful option that allows you to isolate a part of your image. Now when you're in the process of masking your image, there are a number of views you can use to view your progress. And with Flame 2019, there is another viewer you can use that is called the Matte Viewer. This is a matchbox shader that provides some additional functionality when working with masks and mats. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the description below. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast, then type the displayed link in your web browser. So go ahead and import the downloaded media into Flame and load the supplied batch setup. Here we have a shot of a motorbike we'd like to mask, and this is already connected to a Gmask Tracer node in the batch flow graph. If you double click the Gmask Tracer for its controls and look at the result view with F4, some of the body parts of the bike have already been masked. Now this video is not about how you mask, but more about how you view your masks. In other words, the result viewer shows the black and white output of the Gmask Tracer. This is your final matte or alpha. You can edit your splines, but you can't currently see what exactly is being masked. You can select your mask and switch to the Mask Object viewer with F8. Here is the background image, and your mask spline is also editable in the viewer. As a key point, the Mask Object viewer only shows one selected mask at a time. So if you enable a dual screen split with ALT 2 and look at the Gmask Tracer schematic, you can select either of the masks. When you hover over the Mask Object viewer and press F8, the new selection will become the focus of the Mask Object viewer. So essentially, you're working with one mask at a time. If you want to see all the masks at the same time, plus the background, you can go to the front view by pressing F1 and both mask splines are visible and editable at the same time. But what if you wanted to see the combined result of the background, the mask splines and the mat? Each of the previous three viewers give you the separate components, but having a matte overlay type of viewer is definitely useful. This has been achieved using a clever little matchbox shader. To prepare the GMOS tracer for the shader, call up the contextual menu over the camera and choose to add a matchbox. In the browser list, scroll down and locate the matte viewer shader. When you select it, it attaches itself to the selected camera. If you hover over your image and press F4, you get the result matte output as before, and the shader doesn't appear to do anything. To make it work, switch to the output menu and enable the comp render output. The image in the viewer should switch to a composite view, and there you will see your background image, the mask splines, and a matte overlay. This makes it so much easier to see what is inclusive or exclusive with the masks. If you double click on the matte viewer node, you have a set of controls to adjust.
For example, you can change the colour, or adjust the colour mix on the result viewer. As an alternative, you can also isolate your masked areas over a colour by enabling the pre-multiplied viewing. Finally, there is one more option that allows you to only display semi-transparent edges like edge gradients or feathering. So all these options should give you an accurate view as to how your masking is really coming along. Now this viewer is not just for single frames. If you scrub the time bar, you will see that any moving masks with their overlays will be correctly displayed. You can even toggle the masks off with I to check the accuracy of the edges of your mask. As you can see, one of the masks is already tracked and this was done with the planar tracker. The second mask has not been tracked because I wanted to show you how this viewer works with motion warp tracking. Select the second G mask in the schematic and apply a motion vectors map through the contextual menu. So the background is being used as the basis for the motion vectors map and you can either start scrubbing the time bar to cache interactively or you could switch to the analysis menu and cache the range of frames to disk. Once that's done, you can see the motion vectors update as you scrub the time bar. Go to frame 1 where the mask lines up to the motorbike. In order to track the mask using the motion vectors, select the GMask node in the schematic and switch to its tracking menu. Change the mode to Motion Warp. Add a reference frame on frame 1 to lock the GMask to the motion vectors. As you scrub the time bar, the mask overlay moves accurately but the spline remains in place. To keep a long story short, the resulting mat of the mask is manipulated by motion warp tracking and not the actual mask spline. But with the mat viewer, you can toggle the icons off with I and still get a correct result without doing anything else. This was not really possible in previous releases of Flame. Now if you wanted to get back to your proper mat output of the GMask Tracer, just select the viewer and toggle the one keyboard shortcut to toggle the render outputs. Finally, since the GMask Tracer is based on the Action Compositor, you could also use the Matte Viewer shader to help display any matte overlays that are used as part of a 3D composite. We hope you find this additional Matte Viewer helpful and don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to the Flame 2019.1 update. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos and thanks for watching.